It doesn't matter how well you make the SEO, you're still going to be on page 10. I'm in Ukraine and try to do the podcast in English. <laughs> I would switch their keywords around and find new keywords for them and they would sell out and they started asking to consult with me and I was like, I don't consult. I okay. Welcome to Dr. Amazon Podcast, the emergency support channel for FBA private label sellers. We invite top Amazon experts to share the most efficient tips and tricks for your businesses. My name is Vitaly Hirzniak and I am the CGO of Profit Wales. And let's get started. Amazon is the massive, crowded marketplace with the hundreds of millions users and shoppers around them each month. If you take control of your Amazon listings, you will get a chance to stand out in this sea of competitors. How to create high converted listings will tell our today guest, Amy Wies. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Dr. Amazon podcast. And today you will be surprised because we will speak about the Amazon. <laughs> and uh, today we have a great expert, you know, and uh, I'm really glad to have Amy Wies, a CEO of the Amazing at Home and a great e-commerce consulting. So, Amy, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Of course, that is a pleasure for us. And, uh, you know, we start uh, our podcast with your personal story. And I would be glad to know more about you, about your background, about that. Because e-commerce is so specific topic to be in. Yeah. And you spend a lot of like time here. Could you please tell us more about that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I started selling online in 2007. I uh, started just flipping my textbooks while I was in college. Uh, I remember I was scrolling through Amazon uh, at the time looking for some used textbooks to buy because textbooks are really expensive in college. I was in the United States Air Force at the time, um, serving in the military and trying to get through school at the same time. And um, I just remember seeing a little button that said, sell yours. And I was like, wow, I can not only buy used textbooks and save the money, but I can resell them afterwards. Um, so I started selling my textbooks as well as other things. I learned I could really back then you could list anything on Amazon uh, Merchant Fulfilled. FBA wasn't really a thing back then yet. Um, I think it started soon after, uh, but I was just flipping whatever. I remember CDs, whatever I had, media, laptops, you know, uh, and I started selling on eBay too. Uh, later on, I got stationed in Hawaii. And so I stopped doing Amazon Merchant Fulfill because that would have been really expensive to ship. Um, but I started an Etsy business where I was painting. I like to paint um, just, I'm kind of artsy, I guess. I'm creative. Um, so I started painting wine glasses and beer steins with like custom logos. And I also did them for military gifts as well. And uh, I started my own Etsy store. Um, and still had my Amazon account, everything like that. And then um, in 2017, I moved to San Antonio, Texas. I was working in the cybersecurity field um, for the Air Force. And I came up with an idea for a product to solve my own problem. <laughs> so I had a, a problem with my pets and I invented a solution to that problem. And even though I have a whole bunch of 
business degrees. I have an MBA and a couple of undergraduate business degrees. I didn't know how to take something that didn't exist and put it on the market. I knew I could sell it on Amazon, <laughs> but I didn't know, you know, how to take this ugly prototype that I had built and find a manufacturer and, and do all that. So I set out on a journey to do that. I started my own private label, launched lines of products to go along with it and just tried to learn. And then as I was learning, I would share with other people. And then I got started in copywriting because I actually wanted to earn extra money. I remember I hired somebody on Fiverr to write my listing. And one of my listings when I was doing wholesale bundles and I was like, I could do so much better. And I'm a total nerd, you know, I'm a nerd for SEO and all of that. And I was like, yeah, I, I really think I could do way better than this. So I started writing my own listings. I had a great knack for it. And I thought, you know, I have this loan to pay off for my molds because my molds were very expensive to make my product. Um, and so I just started selling listings on Fiverr. <laughs> and then I started flipping people's products that were terrible, saturated products. I would switch their keywords around and find new keywords for them and they would sell out. And they started asking to consult with me. And I was like, I don't consult. I okay. <laughs> so then I started consulting and helping people that way. And those people had great success. And before I knew it, I had amazing at home. I had a China trip and a podcast <laughs> and all these things. And they just kind of happened overnight. And at the same time, I was still going along with my own private label brands, my own struggles, my own growth. Right. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of how we got here today. <laughs> And, you know, like all things starts from the selling books and CDs and so all other things that you just started. Uh, that, that is a great journey, you know, because you started from like selling some stuff that you have, then go to sell something that you have a pain about. And then you, you just became like a, an expert here because people, I guess, like reach you in that. I mean, people start following you and ask you some questions how to do that. And that is great because you have built your experience around something that you're annoyed about. <laughs> I really like how, how you just work with all these keywords listings and have stuff like that. Uh, maybe you remember your first listings, yeah? And these fir first ring bell that you get in a case of that you could do it better. Uh, what did you catch here? Well, I do remember that um, there was a lot of grammar and kind of spelling issues. And I know as an American who shops on Amazon, when I see that kind of stuff on listings, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I trust that, right? There's a lot of counterfeit problems on Amazon. There's, a, And there's just this it's, it's not, I don't want to, I don't want to put down us Americans, but people judge, right? When they're reading and they see like bad spelling and bad grammar and stuff like that, they judge and they don't necessarily trust it. Right. Um, and, and that goes with any branding. It's like, if someone came to your country and they totally just, they started a website and tried to get you to follow them and they didn't speak your language at all. And, you know, it, it would, you wouldn't trust them, right? You, you wouldn't put as much trust into them as somebody who natively speaks your language and kind of connects with you because yeah, sales is all about connection, right? Yeah. You know, it's like the same as we have like right now, I'm in Ukraine and try to do the podcast in English. <laughs> so, But, somehow I mean, 
It's, it's like a little, it's a little easier when we're doing videos together, right? Because we, we can sense your personality and your uh, English is way better than my (laughs) Ukrainian. (laughs) So I have mad respect for people that try to speak my language. And, um, and I, I think it's so incredible. Anyone who doesn't speak English as their first language and puts themselves out there. I think that that deserves so much credit. But when it comes to written language, when we're trying to communicate and connect with a customer and get them to trust us, because buying is about trust and connection, Mm -hmm. it does require us to clean up our written language, right? So that was the first thing that I noticed is is the the language, the grammar. And then the second thing that I noticed was the, um, the keywords. The keywords were not phrases. They were individual keywords. Um, so like, for example, um, I always use the example water bottle cause it's nearest to me, water bottle. Um, <laughs> you know, that's a, a phrase blue water bottle is a phrase, but if you're just putting individual keywords like water and bottle throughout your listing, you're not going to be as relevant for the search engine as if you use related phrases in there and you keep those phrases intact. And I started playing around with this and testing it and I really was able to get on page one organically and I learned this kind of formula and um, and it was really just key. I studied Google's formula for, um, for ranking pages. I studied Google SEO because at the time, Amazon, well, and still today, Amazon doesn't do a good job of publishing information about their algorithm, but... Google does. And you know that Google leads the way and Amazon search engine converts at a six times higher conversion rate than any other e-commerce platform. Mm -hmm. And that's a reason for that is because their search engine does such a good job of showing relevant results to shoppers. And so I knew that if I could crack that code and I could understand how SEO worked, then I could sell anything, you know, I could get in front of the right buyers. And that's what e-commerce is all about, getting in front of the right buyers and being the most relevant result on the page. And so I just learned that strategy and tested it. And now I've tested it. And because I'm a consultant, I get to see the results of my work, which is really cool. Like you can go to a copywriting agency that doesn't sell or doesn't consult and you'll get a listing, but you don't get like that feedback afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I get to write the listings and I get to follow up with those customers, help them launch and get Mm -hmm. to see like, yes, you're on page one. Yes, we got three Amazon choice badges. Like, let's keep this train going. Let's create our PPC around that. We're going to rock it. Right. So I love it. Yeah. Right now you uh, you are working like uh, in the case of like the consultancy. Yeah, we speak more about like the listings as the keywords, the phrases, like all things that we could uh, do in the case of the text. But what about the photos? Because I guess it's like one uh, also one of the main points. Yeah, that people could see and follow. How to work with that? Because I think that uh, during like this period of time, people start improving the photos and tax and right now people just ask what should I do like how to compete yeah and you know photos are so important so we actually developed a full strategy 
around our copy and our photos. So we have a five point bullet strategy and I talk about it all the time because it's just so effective. We have a listing optimization masterclass where we cover A plus content strategies and photo strategies as well as how to write your listing, Mm -hmm. give you templates to use following this. And what we found is if you follow the sales process, so if you learn how to sell, And a lot of, you know, Mark Cuban said if he lost all of his billions of dollars tomorrow, he would go get a job in sales because he knows that he'd at least be able to make a million back, right? And that's the thing. We have to learn sales. Sales is so critical. Um, And so I took a lot of sales training. I used to sell Mary Kay. I used to sell Plexus. I used to, you know, and so I learned a lot from doing that. And either way, I also upped my sales training um, and I utilized that in my copy and my landing pages. And that's what you have. You have a landing page on Amazon. Your product page is a landing page. So not only do you want to rank that page, you want it to be highly converting. And in order for it to be highly converting, you can't just write a really amazing listing because guess what? Nobody's gonna read that listing if they go through your photos and you don't answer their questions. Mm -hmm. So the way that we design photos is following that sales strategy. So if I was about to sell you a car and you and I were sitting down and I was the salesperson, we would walk through a process. And this same process has existed Mm -hmm. For years, customers go through this process. And so what we did is we changed our strategy on Amazon and our photo creation strategy and all of our bullet points to follow this process. And it works so well. Like people, the minute they change their photos to this order in this process, they see immediate conversion increases. So, so it's you st- really cool. You started from the main on like understanding that people try it's some kind of like funnel yeah people do the research they find some products that they like seems relevant to their requests they go to these products and they right now start their journey in the case of the all things and info that you provide them with and uh when you do i guess like the audit or like consultancy uh you provide uh you do the analysis according to that is the clients like could you follow some funnel and uh, could you close me yet as a client? So how, how easy it's to do, right? Right. Yeah. And it, it does, of course, depend on the product that you choose mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes, and, and I'm always honest with people, you know, we have a free listing review service where you can go to our website and you can, you know, click free listing review. And I'll actually, me personally, will send you a video of what I think about your listing and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Right. Um, so, okay. But, um, but sometimes I won't actually recommend a listing optimization Because sometimes a product really is just too saturated to even, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how well you make the SEO, you're still going to be on page 10, you know, you're still going to be competing on price and reviews. And so unfortunately, a a lot of people have that situation, but there are some times when I can find new uses for products and we can find new keywords Mm -hmm. in a saturated category. Sometimes we can kind of rebrand a product 
Um, but it does, it's, it is a magic formula and it does work really well, but we still have to have good products, right? If we have bad reviews, if we have a bad price, you know, if we're not competitive in the market, well, then we're still going to have those problems. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you do have to start with a great foundation, which is a really great product. And then how do you communicate that product? And that's kind of the process that we take you through. It's like, okay, you, you have a great product. And now let's start. And we always start, this is photo number two, past your main photo, photo Mm -hmm. number two and bullet point number one. We always start by defining your differentiation. And we do that with a formula that has existed for years and it's called problem solution life now. So how Uh, that works is- Why it's so? I mean, like, why do you use only like first two photos? Like uh, not not other, yeah? Uh, You you just try to keep keep the attention? Well, the reason that we're starting here is because this is the first thing that a customer asks. Mm -hmm. So we, of course, use all, we have a seven photo strategy, but I'm just walking you through the first point of it right now. (laughs) So um, the first point is when you're sitting down, when you're sitting down in a face-to-face meeting with a customer, the first thing that they want to know is, is this for me? Mm -hmm. That's what they're wondering about your product your service, whatever you're selling, is this for me? Does it meet my needs? So what you have to do when you're selling a product is you you have to know what the customer's needs are. And the easiest way to do that is actually to go through the same journey that customers go through when they're looking for products like yours. So mm-hmm. if their dog is chewing everything in the house and they're looking for a chew toy or something to stop the chewing, you need to go through that same process that they're going through. Like, why is my dog chewing? Look at the blog results. Best dog toys for chewers. You know, look at the suggested search Mm -hmm. terms there. Look at the pain points of customers and dig into those pain points. Understand what customers are going through and then speak that language in that first bullet point and represent it in a photo. Mm -hmm. You have to tell customers how your product is made just for them. But in order to do that, you have to know who they are. You have to Mm -hmm. speak their language. So you need to go through their journey. It's not just about keyword research. It's about actually tapping into the same journey, the same pain points that your customers experience when they're looking for products and then speaking that language. It works every time. So even if you're selling a water bottle, <laughs> you have to do a better job of explaining how mm-hmm. yours meet uniquely meets their pain points so that you create doubt. Even if you sell a saturated product, you need to, in the way that you talk and present your product, you need to create doubt in the customer's mind about all other products and how those products are not for them. You want them to even scroll down, go to another product page and then go, wait, this one didn't say that it was specially for me. I, uh, I think I need to go back to this other one. This other one was for me, right? And that's, that's what you're looking to do. You really want to connect with them. And you, you have very short time period yeah. to do that. And that's why I recommend in your very first photo, beyond your main photo, and your very first bullet point, you're just nailing that down. So that's the first step in the sales process is this for me? And that's the first photo that you want to present them with as well as the first bullet. Yeah, that is great. So uh, 
somehow we should do the marketing analysis about our customers. I mean, yeah, to, to grab some info about them, uh, who, who is these people, why they are searching for this problem. And uh, we could we could use, I guess, like all other mm, mm, tools, uh, not, not only on the Amazon, yeah, because right now, for example, we have the uh, brand analytics for that, but not all people and all Amazon sellers, they use that. And you could do uh, like Google Trends maybe, yeah, like to, to find yes. some info. Exactly. It's important to know that only 51% of Amazon's traffic is direct. That mm -hmm. means the other 50% of customers are coming from off of Amazon. Mm -hmm. And 60% of those customers are coming from search. So if you are not optimizing your listing for Google and you are not identifying those pain points that customers search through in Google and using those, that language, I mean, Google owns, you could use mm -hmm. other search engines, but Google is what 89% of all search. So, okay. You know, so we really do have to make sure that we think about where do customers come from? And we already have that data. We already know that the other half of Amazon customers Of that half, 60, it's like 65% come from search. Mm -hmm. So you definitely, you want, you know, they're searching on Google for their problem, for solutions. They look at top 10 lists, all that. You want to speak that language. You want to tap into that. And yeah, perfect. Start with your marketing analysis. Even when you're searching for products to sell, mm -hmm. I don't use product research software. I start by studying the customer. I study the customer and the journey that they go down. And then I see, okay, here's the journey. Do the products that are on Amazon actually meet that mm -hmm. keyword that they're looking for? And a lot of times I discover incredible product opportunities that way because they don't. And yeah. so it's, it's really awesome. Cool. And uh, uh, if we speak about other steps, I mean, uh, what about next photos that should we use? How to work with them as the main sales funnel that we have? Yeah, so let's talk about the next four photos or four bullet points. So after a customer comes to your page, first they're asking, is this for me? And then after that, they want to know, like if you're buying a car, right? You're like, oh, this car is really nice. I like fast cars. This is good. Well, the next thing you're going to know is like, well, what kind of features does it have? You know, what kind of benefits does it have? Is it comfortable to sit in? Does it have nice AC? How's the speaker system? Is it booming? Right? You want to know that. So that's the next thing customers always want to know what's included. So your next bullet point and your next photo should show them what they get. What do they get? How big is it? How wide is it? How do you use it? You know, what are the, the dimensions of it? Right? Um, you want to show them that in the next bullet point and the next photo. And then after that, They're always wondering, is it going to break? That is the next thing. You're like, okay, if I buy this Lamborghini, I really like it. It's smooth. It's sweet. It's awesome. How's the warranty? <laughs> you know, because this thing's expensive. So they always want to know about the warranty. And a lot of people put this in bullet point number five, but it's really important. When you're on mobile, you only see the top three bullet points. Mm -hmm. And in your photos, I can't tell you how many people will have like a five-year warranty and they don't show that in their photos anywhere. It's like mm -hmm. show the customer that they can trust the quality and that you stand behind it. Now, if you don't have a lifetime warranty or a five-year warranty, don't worry about it. Just focus on the quality of your product. Focus on the quality delivery message or, or your customer service, mm -hmm. right? So that's, that's the next bullet point in the next photo. And then after that, the next step. So first... Is it for me? Second, what's included? Third, can I trust it? Fourth, uh, I don't really know if I need it. 
I want the Lamborghini, but do I need the Lamborghini? (laughs) And this is where you're going to walk them through all the different places they can fit in in their life. You know, you can go on dates, you can rent it out for weddings, you can rent it out to Amazon gurus for pictures, you know, think of all the different places and ways that you can use your Lamborghini, right? That's important for them. So if you have a product, show them all the different ways they can fit it in their life because you don't want them on this one track mind. And then they're like, oh, I just, I really don't know if I need it because then they're going to leave and they're going to, you're going to lose their attention. So I love a good quad photo that shows like bathroom, kitchen, dining room, whatever, you know, whatever it is, but, uh, or camping, RV, biking, sports, whatever. But you want to show them all the different ways that they can fit it in their life, how much they still need it. You know, they need it. I know they want it, but you need it. And then the last thing that people are wondering after they get through that, like, oh, wow, okay, I can use, I can rent out the Lamborghini. I love it. I like the warranty. I feel pretty good about this purchase. But, you know, I'm just, I'm having those last minute doubts. I just, I don't know, you know, and this is your deal closer. Um, And maybe they could buy it for someone else, right? So the gift is the next bullet point. So that's bullet point number five is your gifting bullet point. Um, and you always want to show it as a gift. And let's talk about SEO for a minute, because this drives me nuts, Vitaly. It drives me nuts. People write gifting bullets and they, they don't use SEO. Remember how we talked about those phrases Mm -hmm. versus individual keywords? Nobody's ranking for this is the perfect birthday, Christmas, New Year's, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like nobody's ranking for that. As you know, in PPC, in the PPC world, You need those phrases in your listing to be relevant for that PPC. So if your product is the best baby shower gift, you need to research those phrases and put them in your listing in bullet point number five and do a photo showing it as the best baby shower gift. Help them really visualize it. And then if they don't need it for them, you go, ah, I do have a baby shower coming up. You know what? I'm going to buy three. (laughs) I don't know. But anyway, that's a really good one. Now, if you're selling supplements, lipstick, beauty, headlights, they might not make great gifts. So this is your, this is your chance to show your authority in the space. So mm-hmm. either show how easy it is to use in a bullet point, in the bullet point or in a photo, right? How, to ins- how easy it is to install our headlights. Like we make it easy for you. Like you need to add this to your cart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or do a comparison photo, yours versus competitors, right? To really seal the deal. If you're selling supplements, like what, I can't tell you how many supplement companies I've helped because they're like, but Amy, my, I'm like, dude, your, your supplement looks the same as every other bottle on the market, but mine is better quality and it's got more potent ingredients. Okay. Then show that you're mm-hmm. telling me you're selling me all day long in person, but none of that's in your listing or your photos. So we love to do, especially for supplement brands, like really dig into those pain mm-hmm. points. It's like, okay, we have more of this active ingredient that's going to help you with your joint pain than any other supplement on the market. Yeah, so I, it's that's, fair enough. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, really the whole strategy right there. And then I love to throw in a bonus photo at the end of another lifestyle photo, like the get it in your life, you know, photo kind of showing how you're going to feel after you have this product in your life. You should have a photo of that in your, in your strategy. So we've covered seven photos now and five bullet points. And that's the strategy. Amy, uh, a few words about you. I would be glad to know more uh, in the case of your recommendations because you spend a lot of time uh, inside the Amazon sphere. Yeah. But what about out, uh, uh, out of it? Uh, 
could you please recommend us uh, the book, for example, or maybe a film or movie that will be useful for our audience and that could be not about the e-commerce, for example? Yeah, you know, I don't watch a lot of TV, <laughs> but uh, I... I'm a big Shark Tank fan, of course. Um, I'm a big fan of inventing type of shows, but I'm also a big fan of business. Um, and one of my favorite series is The Profit, um, P-R-O-F-I-T. And um, this series is where Marcus Limonis, he was the CEO of Camping World, He goes into various businesses around the U.S. and he basically consults, right? He, he looks at their business and he kind of takes over and he fixes all of those little things. And I've learned so much from watching that because he increases their sales channels or he changes their branding strategy or, you know, whatever it is. And I love that. And then another one um, that I love is Undercover Billionaire. There's a new show called Undercover Billionaire. There's two seasons of it out. And that's where billionaires are dropped in the middle of nowhere with $100 and an old car. And they have to try to make a million dollar valued business within 90 days. And of course, there's some magic of TV in there. Mm-hmm. But you learn a lot of really great just mindset tricks. You learn a lot of, of, about that. Um, as far as reading, I love to read and listen to books. Mm-hmm. I use the scribed app. It's one of my, I, I know a lot of people are into audible, but I mm-hmm. sometimes like to read as well and have worksheets and summaries of books and scribe. Uh, it's like S C R I B D. Um, they have all the books. They have the audio versions. They have the summary versions. You can download them. It's on your phone. It's on your computer. They have uh, PDFs. They've got podcasts. They have sheet music. I mean, everything that you can imagine. And it's like $6 a month. And, um, and so I'm constantly listening to books. I love to listen to books. And then sometimes I like to go back to the summary version of the book and read through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very visual learner. Um, so after I hear it, I like to go back and kind of follow up. So I love business books. Um, Mike McCallowicz is one of my favorite authors, Clockwork, mm-hmm. um, The Pumpkin Plan. I've read all of his books, Profit First. Um, and then Donald Miller is also another really, I'm a big fan of his. I read his book about uh, marketing made simple, business made mm-hmm. simple. If you want to understand how to do sales in a really easy to follow way, Um, definitely check out those books as well. Great. I, I like that. And I guess we will provide uh, all these recommendations in our description. And uh, if we speak about the Amazon, what do you think should be the next trend for the next year, for example? Well, it's, it's hard to tell right now, right? Because Amazon's yeah. just been, Amazon's been crazy. Uh, I know... A lot of my clients are very concerned about shipping um, mm-hmm. and what's going on in China, all the shipping shortages, everything like that. A lot of people are pivoting out of China. They're finding suppliers elsewhere. Um, I have clients that are moving to Europe, to Brazil, to uh, South America, Mexico, mm-hmm. US, you know. Uh, so that I think, I think logistically, we're not going to have a massive shift from China but we're going to have a shift larger than we've ever seen before. Um, and that's, you know, and then a lot of the logistics providers are definitely, they're overcharging. 
right now. And, yeah. um, and so the ones that are honest and, and really are, you know, they're going to rise to the top. And uh, I, I definitely see that happening. Amazon is constantly changing their inventory requirement. <laughs> it's like now we have restock limits. And before we had 200 ASIN level limits. Now it's like, no, you don't have ASIN level limits. Now you just can't restock. So it's like, geez, come on, Amazon. So I think Amazon's going through a lot of leadership changes mm-hmm. and there's, there's a lot going on there. I think people need to start diversifying. Um, right. I do sell on many channels. I sell on uh, in retail. I sell on Walmart. I sell on Amazon. I sell on Mercari. I sell on Facebook Marketplace, eBay, like you name it, I sell there. Um, and I think a lot of people um, are should start really looking at how to diversify their channels because you really do have to justify mm-hmm. moving your inventory out of FBA, right? FBA is so is so was kind of our one stop shop before, but now that's becoming really hard. And when you have the additional expense of moving your inventory, I have a warehouse of my own here, so it's easy mm-hmm. for me to seed feed Amazon and deliver, which takes care of all my Walmart and and other mm-hmm. channel listings. But when you're having to take on that added expense of three mm-hmm. um, PLs and stuff like that, why not also utilize that to fulfill other channels? Um, so mm-hmm. I think that that's going to shift. I'm seeing a huge shift of more people wanting to discover other digital type of businesses, service-based businesses, that kind of thing. I think we're just going to have to keep our eye on it. And then from an Amazon perspective, we really have to take advantage of brand registry and everything that they're offering brands because Amazon, it seems, right. wants to create a more boutique shopping experience. And um, so we can take advantage of posts. We can take advantage of um, our storefronts. The storefront builders like are really changing lately. The fact that you can mm-hmm. do virtual bundles. Did you see virtual bundles now appear right. huge on the page? Like guys, get in there, figure out all the stuff that's going on with brand. Amazon's sending me these emails, stay on top of it because really like you can, you can really be ahead of the path there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you because right now the Amazon do have a lot of changes about that and you should follow it. Follow it and do that and implement everything that you could. And uh, the last question for today, uh, who should be the next guest for the Dr. Amazon podcast? Oh, geez, that's a really good question. Ooh, okay. Well, maybe uh, maybe you should talk to my friend, Mikal. Um, mm-hmm. She is a Walmart expert and she helps mm-hmm. you apply for Walmart. Here's the thing about if you're looking, Walmart's now open to overseas sellers. It's mm-hmm. incredibly growing. There are no barriers to entry as far as like, you know how you have to get ungated on Amazon, mm-hmm. not on Walmart. So now that that's open, I mean, the resellers are already all over it. You know, they're (laughs) all over it. They're making the money. But you guys should take it. Private label sellers, you should be taking advantage of that. So I think that you should invite Macau on because she can help you apply. Here's the thing about applying for Walmart. If you mess up in your application, you get stuck in an auto decline loop. And when you go to apply again, it'll just automatically decline you. And it's like impossible to get in touch with somebody at Walmart. I actually had a client who's doing six figures a month on Walmart. And I was like, dude, I'm in an auto decline loop, like help me out. And he connected me with someone and they had to manually, they told me, look, it's been auto declining you for years. We have to manually go in and fix it. 
And so I don't think everyone's going to be able to have those kind of connections. So I would recommend bring on Macau. She can help you. She can help you get set up on Walmart. She can help you apply. She can help you do your listings. Your listings are not the same. You do not want to copy and paste from Amazon. So that's what I would recommend. Great. Thank you so much, Amy, for that. And uh, I'm really glad that uh, Walmart also get a so cool support as the Amazon. <laughs> if they uh, do all these things manually and you couldn't get in touch with them. Uh, so uh, first of all, yeah, thank you for all these tips and uh, tricks for the uh, how to work with your listings, how to do that correctly. And thank you for all these tactics that we get from you. Uh, I think that this info will be absolutely useful for our audience and they will have a chance to implement them and uh, to communicate with you if needed. We will provide them with all needed contact info uh, for you and for them. So yeah, thank you again, Amy. And uh, that was amazing. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. And that is all for today's Dr. Amazon episode. Do not miss our future arrivals with new hot topics. Press the like button, leave us a comment below and don't forget to subscribe. We will come back to you shortly. Thank you.